Hey, welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA. So glad you joined us, no matter where you found us. Uh, hopefully on one of your favorite podcast channels because we're joined by one of our favorite people in the world, and that is dental's pharmacology expert, Tom Viola. Tom, how are you, my friend? Good, Kevin. I'm doing fine. How about you, my friend? All good? I, I am doing well. You know, I always uh, enjoy our chats online and offline. And I know before we started this podcast today, you and I were both kind of shaking our head maybe a little bit about some things that we're seeing happening, or I should say not happening in the dental practice that should be, right? Absolutely. And if I don't mind, I'm going to I'm going to borrow your line, uh, Kevin. I'm going to say that, you know, it's all about together we rise. Right. Nice. And, and unfortunately, what's going on is uh, and it's not anybody's fault. It's the pandemic. It's it's the post pandemic. Now it's it's wearing 50 pounds of PPE and, and all sorts of, you know, protective gear and and scheduling more time and appointments. And all of a sudden now everybody's scrambling. Uh, days seem to be getting uh, longer. Uh, and no one's really, uh, and no one's really getting an easy time of it because we're struggling, we're struggling to get all the stuff done that was supposed to get done, uh, and still maintain all of these uh, pr protocols and precautions. And so that always leads me to think that you know what else can we be doing, or who else can we be tasking? But really, who else can we be empowering to take over some of these responsibilities uh, from from all of the team? And and my ultimate choice there, the person I, I admire the most in that situation is the dental assistant. No argument, <clears throat> no argument at all. And, you know, you and I have talked so often about after COVID people and their health, hopefully people embracing it a little bit more. And, and I think whenever they come into the dental practice, they have to realize that this is an arm of medicine. If we're going to talk about the oral systemic link, we're going to talk about all those things. It's important that they understand that this is not just about cleaning teeth or fixing teeth or whatever the, the patient chooses to say. It's about taking care of them as a patient. Couldn't have said it better. You know, in my opinion, the dental assistant is the front door to the dental office. You know, it's the person you most likely run into first whenever you enter the practice. It's the person that puts you at ease and gets you seated in the chair. It's the person that that escorts you basically throughout the process. So, you know, that that to me that person is invaluable. And I'm not saying that uh, people who run dental practices don't see them as valuable, but maybe don't value them enough. How about that? No, agreed. And and I think it's that patient relationship. You know, like you and I have talked about, and you know, for years now, <laughs> it feels like. But one thing that that I know needs to happen more is the whole taking vitals making sure the health history form is updated, preparing for what might happen, you know, and making sure it doesn't. And and you and I are both saying that that just doesn't happen right now in dental practices. No, and that's, and I, it's a curious thing because I get a lot of feedback from dentists and hygienists and even assistants who attend my courses, my CE courses who say, you know what, Viola, if I did everything you told me to do, take blood pressures, take pulses, take medical histories, ask questions. That's like 20 to 30 minutes right there that I don't have because that's only 20 to 30 minutes left in the appointment. I'm not going to get anything done. So love you, what you have to say, but it's not practical. And, and I say, well, it is if you empower your staff to do the things we need them to do. So the dental assistant is in the perfect position to help take vitals, help fill in that medical history. And all that dental assistant has to do is be, get a little training, right, which isn't a lot. Uh, and get them to understand a little pharmacology, which they can get anywhere. They can go to my website and take courses. They can go to you know live sessions and take courses. 
Um, you can read, you know, a lot of my uh, my journal articles, listen to my blog. I mean, and not just me, anybody. They, they can they can get the information anywhere. But the point is, if they become knowledgeable about pharmacology and they know, okay, if a patient's taking this drug, it means they have this condition. That's immeasurably valuable to everyone else on a dental team who now doesn't have to do that thought process. It's it's saving time. And vitals are the same thing. You don't have to be an expert with a sphygmometer and a stethoscope. We do have automated cuffs. It's as simple as wrapping it around the patient's wrist or arm and hitting the bottom, you know? Hey, even I can do that. I'm telling you, that that's how simple that is. I'm, I'm telling you. But, you know, you you talk about the time. And and I think one thing that, and, and dare I say, maybe good came out of COVID was that a lot of dental practices looked at how they were doing the appointment. And, and I think some appointments even stretched out a little bit. And I know dental practices are trying to get back to business as usual and, and catch up from what happened during, during the shutdown. But at the same time, if you've already got a little bit of cushion now built in or expanded time in that, that appointment, it makes perfect sense to be doing the vitals and really taking care of the important things first, in my mind. Well, and I think it empowers the dental assistant to be more than they are at, at, at where they are in their practice. So if you're the dental assistant, and I, they're in my dental practice where I go to get my dental services done, you know, I, I go in, we, we make some small talk, they seat me in the chair, and then it's it. And you don't really see much of them or hear much from them ever again. But imagine if that same person were to take vitals, take a medical history, uh, and really get to know me. I, to me, that person now is valuable, and I, I want to know what that person has to say, and I, I want to see that person again. So if for no other reason, it makes that dental assistant more valuable to their practice. And believe me, dentists and hygienists, the other members of the team, will look to that dental assistant now and say, wow, thank goodness for you, because you just saved me a bunch of time. And the whole schedule is going to work faster now because you took the time to, to do those necessary things for me. Yes. Does it involve training? Absolutely. Are some assistants listening to this right now saying, I don't have time to breathe. You want me to do more stuff? But again, what duties are the dental assistants doing that can be now delegated to somebody else? Because I don't think the dental assistant is being used optimally and efficiently in every practice. That's my opinion, but I've seen it enough to know that we could be doing better. We can be using their their abilities and their strengths to a much greater degree than we are now. You, you know, I'm giving you a big amen on that one. You know that. Um, you know, and, and one thing that I see in dental practices, and again, I'm not pointing fingers, throwing blame, whatever you want to say, but I see dental, dental assistants running around, you know, just frantic almost, trying to make sure that everything is running as it should. Whenever, if, if the practice would actually talk about the inefficiencies and really everybody be on the same page with, from the time the patient walks in to the time he or she walks out, here's what happens, and everybody understands that. I think I think not only would it lower the level of craziness maybe in the practice, but it would give time to do those vitals and really become a healthcare provider that we all want to see dental dental professionals become. I couldn't have said it better, Kevin. I mean, I every time I've attended a course, and you know, you're on the speaking circuit with me. You you've seen people who do practice management courses, and what's the first thing they always say? The dental assistant is the most underutilized person on, on the team and they need yep. and they need to do more. So it's not like we're inventing this stuff. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's common knowledge almost at this point. Yet, you know, change in dentistry is so hard. I think it's time. Again, I could be, you know, the, the, the person that uh, m- most people might say, well, how do you know, Viola? 
I, I can say this just from my experience in, in dental practices as a consultant and in, and in the clinics with my students, the dental assistant is the person that needs at this point to step up and take on these responsibilities because now is our, our chance. You know, you don't get many chances like this in a profession where there's been such upheaval, such, such change, uh, to the MO, the modus operandi, right? You know, it's, it's everybody just kind of follows along in the same footsteps. Now's your chance to take advantage, to find a, a silver lining to this pandemic and say, going forward, we're going to do things differently. You know, the dental assistant's going to have a greater role in patient management and, and workflow. And that's going to free up the dentist and the hygienist. But more importantly, now the dental assistant is elevated to a position where that person feels you know, more positive about their role. And, and, and that's what we all need. I, I teach pharmacology now in one of the schools where I, I teach to dental assistants. They love the course. You know, they get they get so much out of it and they feel so much more empowered because now they know, now they understand concepts and, and they can use that to their, their advantage. You know, Tom, one of the things that's been, and, and funny is the wrong word, but it, it's been very ironic to me because a lot of what's going on in dentistry right now is the hiring crisis. And a lot of practices are looking, and I keep hearing, we're looking for a qualified dental assistant. We're looking for somebody who really knows what he or she's doing. And I sit back and I go, if you train the person properly and you empower them, they're going to become qualified. So I, I, I don't understand sometimes where the disconnect is with that. I, look, I'm not going to ever besmirch anybody on the dental team, but I will say this. I know a lot of dental assistants who don't reach for the rank, who are sure. pretty complacent, pretty comfortable in their position. They like it, you know, but but this is your chance. If you now s strive, reach for greater heights and say, look, I want to be more uh, of this team. I want to be a greater part of it. I want to I want to serve more. That elevates your value because look, if you're not, if it ends up you don't like where you're working now, you, you're in, in, invaluable to the next practice who says, wow, look at this person. He or she comes in, they have all this knowledge, they have these skills. And, and all of a sudden your stock goes up. And look, I hate to make it dollars and cents, but your pay goes up too. You know, and sure. that, all, all of that's good stuff. And, and, and it's something you, Kevin, and, and everyone at Ignite DA has been preaching for, for years. But I just look at it now through the lens of, of, you know, looking back in time saying, what other time in the history of dentistry have we had a chance to take advantage of an opportunity like this? This is the time. Amen to that. And and I think dental assistants who are listening to this, I'm going to tell you something that you probably already know is that it's your job market right now. You know, dentists and dental offices are dying for, and I'm going to use air quotes here, good dental assistants, qualified dental assistants. And if you reach for that ring, as Tom said, I promise you, not only are you going to get more fulfilled where you are, but you're going to set yourself up that if you want to find another place, you're going to have the opportunity and a, and a real head start to, to make an impact. No question about it. It is an, an employee's market right now. Uh, many people have decided to leave the profession. Some people have decided they'd rather stay home and not work right now for whatever reason. That this is your time to get that job you've always been looking for. That this is your time to work for that practice you've always wanted to work for. And this is your time to become more valuable so that when you do get that job you really want, they're going to love you and hold on to you and keep you. And everyone on your team is going to love you because you serve them and they will serve you. This this is sim this is the symbiosis at its greatest uh, you know level. That everyone works together as a team. And you'll look back and say, wow, I'm glad I did what I did because 
maybe a year or two from now, it won't be the same. This is a, just an opportunity uh, in, in time right now. All right, Tom. Tom, sorry. <laughs> Tom, you know, like we've never met before. Anyway, um, so I'm going to put you on the spot here just for a moment. Is yep. that, you know, we started talking about the vitals and the appointment and finding time in it. How does a dental assistant kind of take control and bring this up to the doctor, to the team and say, we're not doing this. I'd love to be a part of it. I'd love to lead the charge. What's kind of that next step that they need to take to make this become a reality? In my opinion, it's got to be informal. I don't think I'd walk into my dentist's office or my hygienist's operatory and say, from now on, I want to do this. I think it's got to be, you know, on a, on a day-to-day basis, pick up the extra slack and say, look, I know you're busy. I'll take care of that for you. I'll take care of that for you. And eventually, if you do it often enough, believe me, the dentist and the hygienist are going to almost expect you to do it, which is great because then you can say, oh, I've become more valuable on a patient by patient basis. And then over time, you can speak to your dentist or your hygienist and say, hey, look, we've been doing this for a while now. It seems to be working. Workflow is, is smoother. You know, what, what do you think about me doing more of this and, and, and becoming a little more valuable to the team? And once you've already established yourself like that, that's the best part, right? Because then uh, it becomes, uh, oh, it's a no-brainer. You're already doing it, so let's keep doing it. And that's when you can ask for more money. And that's when you can, you know, it's not all about dollars and cents. But if, if you're doing more work, you should get compensated for it. And sure. overall, now you become more valuable. And guess what? If, like I said, you want to go to that next office and you tell them all the things you're doing at this current office, boy, they're going to snatch you up because obviously they're their dental assistants may not be doing what you're doing. So they, they don't just get one new team member. It's almost like they get two new team members because you could do both. And Tom, I, I can tell you, I know dentists listen to this as well. I know they do. And so they're listening to what you just said and they're starting to go, oh, okay. But I think that this is an opportunity for dentists to reach out to those team members and say, you're a valuable part of the team. We love having you here. We want you to stay. In fact, we want you to stay so much that I'm going to give you some additional responsibility. I'm going to give you some opportunities to learn and grow in your own career. And and I think that that's an important message that dental assistants need to hear right now is the whole, I believe in you and I want you to stick around. If you're a dentist listening to this right now and you've attended my courses, you're probably one of those people who have said, I like this guy, but he's he's not dealing in reality. I don't have time for this. Now you can see where that time can come from. Grab your dental assistants, the people on your staff, the people you trust most, develop a hierarchy among them, you know, and say, okay, you know, we're going to have like a, a first line dental assistant, a second line dental assistant. That empowers people. That gives people the, the, the willingness to want to work. You know, everyone stagnates in their position over time. This is your opportunity to say, okay, we're going to do things differently going forward. Uh, why wait for the dental assistant to come to me when I can be proactive here and empower my team? It may cost me a little more money in payroll, but the, the de- dividends I will reap from that, and ROI especially, because workflow is improved, uh, and overall team satisfaction and, and, and overall morale, it's priceless. You can't put a price tag on that. And I know this is straying far from pharmacology, my, my field of expertise, but uh, if you can get a, a dental assistant to take a medical history and take vitals, and that person's knowledgeable enough to know about the drugs and know what to whisper in your ear and say, Psst, by the way, they're on this medication, you know, just that—that that is 
is immeasurable in how much value that brings to you because that makes you better. That makes everyone in your team better. And protects your patient, protects your practice. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Now, Tom, I mean, it's a practice management. It's a pharmacology. It's a doing things right message, I think. And, and I love that. And, you know, you happened to mention a few minutes ago somewhere that the dental assistants or even dentists or hygienists or whoever could go to learn more about pharmacology. And, and gosh, I, I wonder where that might be, Tom. I'm just curious. <laughs> they want to go to the website with the least creative name ever. <laughs> I have no creative bones in my body, so it's named after me, TomViolet.com. Not because I want to promote myself, but I literally don't have a creative bone in my body, so I named it after myself. So TomViolet.com for all things pharmacology, all things dental pharmacology. And if you're an assistant listening to this right now and you want to get more knowledgeable about pharmacology, you don't have to do a thing as far as formal education. Just log on to my site and there's podcasts you can listen to, some of the, some of the episodes Kevin and I have done. Uh, yep. There's videos you can watch. There's courses you can take. Hey, you don't have to get CE credits if you don't need them in your state, but you can, you know, listen to my two hours of on cardiovascular disease and diabetes and, and 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 even local anesthesia and learn so much from them that when you go back to work, all of a sudden you're this fountain of knowledge that everyone can rely upon. And and if you want to stay up to date after that, just find me on social media. I can be found everywhere at Pharmacology Declassified. People say, where did you come up with that name? Well. Real, real simple. I realized early on that pharmacology is no one's favorite subject. And, and so it's so full of jargon that people have a hard time using it practically every day. And so I decided to declassify it, demystify it and make it easily uh, understandable and accessible for everyone. So now's your chance, my friends. And I'm looking forward to seeing you there. And, and one thing I know about Tom, not only is he a champion for dental assistance, but he's also a, a guy who breaks it down so well. I mean, Coming from a guy who only knows two syllable words, I mean, uh, Tom does an excellent job of uh, uh, breaking it all down and making it not only uh, good information, but information that you can process and actually have fun listening to. So, Tom, thanks as always, man, for speaking to the dental assistants. I appreciate you more than you know. Hey, man, thank you for all you've done for this profession and for the profession of dental assisting. You know, without you, Kevin, where would they be? You, you've been their champion for all these years. I suggest you and I do this a couple times a year, just keep hitting these same messages over and over again, because I think eventually people will see the value. Well, that's what we got to do is keep banging the drum and eventually uh, people will hear the beat. So that's important. So, well, thanks to Tom. Thanks to all of you for listening. Obviously, we always want to bring you information that's going to help you have a better career, a better day, help your practice, help your patients, help you grow. Uh, and I'm so thankful for people like Tom who believe in that same message as well. So make sure you catch us, uh, Dental Assistant Nation podcast, wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to us. You'll get the latest episodes downloaded uh, quickly to you. Uh, but for now, Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off, thanking you for listening and, and reminding you, together we rise.